Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine coming to you today from my back porch. It's Sunday, April 26th, week five of the COVID quarantine. I'm hoping to bring you some good information on how to stay healthy, especially during this pandemic when we're all thinking about why is this thing so bad? Who are the people dying from this? As I talked about last week, obesity is a major risk factor. In, in fact, the most most common risk factor for adults younger than 60 dying of COVID. Now, today I'm going to talk about, can you guess, I've got this cuff on my arm, the silent killer, hypertension, high blood pressure, because that's been very closely linked to COVID deaths, people that have high blood pressure. It's an unbelievable correlation, really. Um, the reasons, in my opinion, is because of the people that go in there with hypertension usually have other comorbid conditions like heart disease, lung disease, kidney disease, and it's a multi-system failure that kills these people. You know, it's not just a simple respiratory virus that's killing these people. So, with any, in any doubt, we need to talk about high blood pressure. They've recently reduced, we used to say when I came out of med school, 140 over 90 was okay. Um, now, we say 120 over 80 and below. Preferably, I want mine about 115 over 75 or below. You know, we, the American Heart Association is now saying below 120 over 80. What that means is that half of adult uh, Americans have hypertension. Half of us have hypertension. And, you know, as you get older, you're more likely to have hypertension because your blood vessels get a little more hardened. So it's something that's very, very important. Um, how does it kill you? It kills you mostly slowly. Of course, heart attacks. Besides smoking, it's the leading cause of heart attacks is just having high blood pressure. But it's also can kill you through kidney disease, kidney failure, heart failure. Think about it. The heart, when you have high blood pressure, which means the pressure in your arterial walls, I like to describe it as how your arteries pulse, systolic, diastolic. Your heart beats like this. Vessels open, they close. When your heart pumps the blood out to your system, it's what keeps us alive. So think about it. Your heart has to work a lot harder if it's pumping out against a higher pressure gradient. So it kind of thickens the wall of your uh, ventricles and it causes heart failure um, the most common reason for readmission to hospitals nowadays but it also can cause aneurysms it can cause dementia um, it can cause kidney failure it can cause eye problems um, they call it a silent killer but really hypertension can have some symptoms like headache shortness of breath chest pain exhaustion Sometimes nausea, poor vision. As I said, it can affect your eyes. Um, confusion. Like I said, it can lead to dementia. Um, urinary problems. Leading cause of kidney failure. Um, now, what do you do about this? You know, there's a lot of medicines out there for it, and we'll talk about it in a minute. But in my opinion, you should start with your lifestyle changes. Of course, most people need to lose weight. Start exercising. Get rid of your fat body. That's the main thing you need to start thinking about, getting out and moving. If you may have sleep apnea, which is the most common cause of obesity, 
Think about that. Get a sleep study. Sleep apnea is one of the leading causes of hypertension that most people don't know about. You need to drink a lot more water. That will directly reduce your blood pressure. Um, learn to relax, meditate, stretch, learn to breathe. You can slow your heart rate and relax yourself by just learning to breathe. You can breathe yourself through a panic attack, but stress is certainly one of the things that brings almost anybody into a doctor's office, so you need to learn how to relax. Um, now, I'm big on supplements, of course. I take a lot of them myself. What supplements and foods can reduce your blood pressure? One of my favorites is potassium. Potassium will directly lower your blood pressure. There's a supplement I take at night, magnesium, which every American adult should take at night for many reasons. But my magnesium has potassium in it. I think it's really helped my blood pressure because I've seen it gradually kind of rise through the years as I've gotten older, but I'm able to get it low without medication. Um, and I'll talk about medications in a minute because I would have no hesitation about taking a certain class of medicines if needed, maybe even as a preventative on aging. Um, so I like potassium. And how do you take your potassium? Well, try to get it through your food. Spinach, broccoli, oranges, beans, grapefruit, prunes, beets. You know, you think about bananas having a lot of potassium, but they don't really have the most potassium. And I'm not big on bananas. Bananas are just sugar. And they have a lot of other bad hormonal effects. So I'm not big on the bananas. Um, supplements also include garlic, hawthorn. Uh, cayenne pepper, uh, coconut, ginger, carrots, celery, dark chocolate's a great one. Um, let's talk about the medicines. Hopefully you won't have to go on the medicines, but I would surely go on a medicine if I couldn't control my blood pressure any other way. I would have no doubts about it. Um, diuretics, that's the first class of medicines you think. What they do is remove water and salt. They can also deplete your potassium. Not my first choice unless you have heart failure or a lot of edema in your legs. And I hardly ever like using them in men because they lower your testosterone level. Beta blockers, they slow your heart rate. Um, a lot of side effects from being tired all the time to sexual dysfunction. You know, not my favorite. Calcium channel blockers, they relax the vessels by kind of cutting down on the influx of calcium through an electrical system. It's kind of hard to explain, but um, not my favorite choice either. They work, but they can also cause a lot of side effects like constipation, swelling of the legs. Um, ACE inhibitors. You, know, you hear a lot about ACE inhibitors with COVID because actually the, the COVID-19 virus gets into your lungs probably through the ACE system. Um, you know, there's a, there's a complex system through your kidneys and adrenals called the renin system. It's renin angiotensin aldosterone system. It gets kind of complex, but what you need to know is that um, the ACE inhibitors, like lisinopril is the most common one. It's dirt cheap and a lot. It's probably the most common blood pressure medicine I see people on. But it prevents your body from making a hormone called angiotensin, which constricts your vessels so it does relax your vessels but it is lung mediated we're finding this out of course through COVID-19 um, 
And that's why about 20 to 30% of people get a dry cough when they take an ACE inhibitor. And it also can cause a severe reaction um, and swelling of your face and lips, which I don't like. So it's not my first uh, choice. My first choice would be uh, the ARBs, um, A-R-B-S. It's kind of related to the ACE. It's just a kind of a step up or an improvement of ACE inhibitors without causing that cough. Um, or some of the other side effects that ACE inhibitors can cause. It also is protective against diabetes. You know, most diabetics have to take an ACE, but you can really take an ARB just as well and better because it has a lot less side effects. Now, what the ARB does is prevent that same hormone, anxiotension, from constricting or attaching really to the muscles um, so that you won't constrict those vessels, they'll relax. So the ARBs are probably my favorite. You, you hear a lot about, you know, Losartan and Micardis and some of the others. You have to be kind of careful. There was a bad batch from China uh, the earlier this year of Losartan. That's hopefully cleared up. But um, So talk to your doctor or us about, you know, monitoring that blood pressure and determining whether or not if your lifestyle changes don't work, maybe adding a little something that will help. But the important thing is monitor your blood pressure. That's why I had this cuff on today, just to kind of show you. I check my blood pressure all the time, and I find that when I'm not sleeping or stressed or not exercising, it goes up. So get yourself a monitor, because one time when you visit the doctor or go somewhere, you may have a little white coat hypertension it'll be falsely elevated so you don't want the doctor slap you on average of two medicines to bring this thing down when it was normal at home or you could learn to relax and do these other lifestyle changes to bring that down without having to go on medications which can always cause side effects so the important point here is to make those lifestyle changes, things that we try to, to get all our patients to do. We're kind of like coaches, really. You need to learn to take care of yourself, your own body, so that you can prevent the things coming down the line if you don't watch out. So I hope to keep you updated on COVID-19. We'll probably have a great discussion on it um, on Wednesday at 5 at 5, where I take patient questions. Um, you can reach that through Ben at performancemedicine.net. So this Wednesday, I hope to answer a lot of questions about uh, the current findings and thinkings about COVID-19. We're even doing testing for the antibodies at our office now. Very important. I think the testing is going to really is what's going to reopen our economy. But uh, I hope you're staying safe at home. You know, do those normal things we tell people to do all the time anyway, like get out, exercise, sleep, relax, wash your hands, keep your hands out of your face. And at, at the present time, still maintain that social distancing. So anyway, Tom Rogers from Performance Medicine. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.